How do you make business problems disappear? Wrap them in bacon. For business owners, marketing execs, and anyone trying to grow your business, pump your profits, and make more while doing less, welcome to Bacon Wrapped Business with Brad Costanzo. Sizzling hot business advice guaranteed to make you fat. Profits? Every week our chefs will serve you proven recipes for ramping up your revenue. Now here's your host, Brad Costanzo. Okay, welcome to Bacon Wrap Business. This is Brad Costanzo. Welcome back. I'm actually co-broadcasting this on Facebook Live as well. If you're not following me on Facebook, go check me out there. Subscribe to the feed and subscribe to the show if you're not already a subscriber. If you're listening on the podcast app, just click the subscribe button or you can also subscribe to my newsletter at baconwrappedbusiness.com. Today, I'm interviewing Matt Gallant who's down in Panama. And as a quick mm-hmm. intro, um, you know, I, we'll get into the whole story. I'm not going to do a huge formal intro, but I'll just give my very personal intro with you, which was in uh, 2009, April 17th to be exact, 2009. My, our mutual friend, Mark Hardy, who is an expert in uh, PR, invited me to something called this Hyper Growth Formula Workshop that his friend, Matt Gallant, was uh, hosting in Dallas, Texas. And, um, I didn't know many people. I'd only been really in the whole world of online marketing for about a year. So I had had some success, but I was still pretty green. And I was at this workshop, maybe 15 or 20 of us. I know Keith Baxter was there and you and Claude and a handful of other people. I don't really remember uh, a lot of the other folks, but, um, I do remember that as I'm sitting here looking at my seven year old notebook and I've got about 60 pages of handwritten notes from this, uh, <laughs> from this workshop that he did. And, uh, you can hear him giggling in the background, but, uh, I've still kept it. I've thrown away a lot of crap over the years, but as I was going through this, uh, I was just blown away by how relevant a lot of the strategies and tactics that he talked about back then are still are. I don't think there's anything in here that is out of date. The only thing that's not in here is, uh, you know, stuff about Facebook, uh, advertising. Yep. And, uh, I just want to say, Matt, welcome to Bacon Wrapped Business, brother. Awesome, man. It's great to be here. Looking forward to talking about marketing, copywriting, optimization, doing deals, whatever the not, conversation goes, everybody. What are we not going to talk about? That might be the, uh, that might be the. the we're not, we're not going to talk about romance. Romance, right? Cool. I wish oh, my no, Facebook. No peeps could all hear me. This is all one-sided conversation right now, but um, we're not going to talk about romance because that is what we do privately, right? Late at night. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we've been friends for quite a while and mm-hmm. uh, I don't really want to go into this huge long backstory like, hey man, how did you get started? Tell me about your journey because I mean, I, I, yeah. I know a lot of that stuff. Let's get into some fun stuff. Let's talk about, do it. yeah. So how's Panama? First of all, I know that's where you live. You've lived <laughs> down there for how long now? I've uh, been here 12 years. It's actually a hot as balls today. It's oh, hot. Yeah. I mean, it's hot, it's hot even to our standards. So, uh, <laughs> and but, humid, yeah, right? I love it. It's like brutal. Hmm? Like yeah, brutal it's humid. It's like that. 90%. Oh man. You got to come up to San Diego. <laughs> This is this is when you want to get out of Panama during the summer, I imagine. I mean, Panama may be amazing during the summer, but I have a feeling that it's better, you know, during the rest of the year. Yeah. 
it's actually best January, February. That's uh, that's our summer, January, February, March. And then right now it's our winter, so the humidity goes up and right. we just get more rain. But definitely, it's not San Diego weather, which in my opinion could be the most perfect weather in the world. Yeah, I, I haven't found anything that's actually any better. But um, that being said, so what has been going on? Yeah, screw the screw the backstory. You're a mm-hmm. super accomplished marketer. But first of all, tell people about your um, like your current businesses, like kind okay. of the uh, the experience in business, like products that you've sold. Excuse me, things you've done that make you worthy of being wrapped in bacon. <laughs> sure, sure. So uh, my claim to fame is are I've performed well, I've tested well over 10,000 different ideas uh, scientifically. You know, I'm talking split testing. So I'm a fanatical split tester. If you would log into my split testers right now, you would see about two or 300 different things being tested just because I How have- many? probably two or 300 different things because I have a lot of different websites and on, on every website, I'm always testing everything, the opt-in, the sales letter, the order page, the upsells, et cetera, et cetera. So, and I have a publishing company in the music space has been around for over a decade. Actually, one of my claims to fame is I have two businesses that I've been around for more than a decade that are doing a healthy seven figures each. And uh, that's a real accomplishment, you know, because most companies, including most of the friends that you and I have, don't have companies that have been around for 10 years. Oh, hell no. Uh, that's like yeah, a well, lifetime in in uh, internet marketing terms. What? Uh, yeah. By the way, I just stopped my Facebook. <laughs> Thanks so if you heard me talking <laughs> in the back. I was like, I just killed it because there's a lot of dead air. Cool. Anyway, sorry about so, that. So, uh, yeah, so, so that's something I'm really proud of, again, because I've had to evolve and grow and uh, change things along the way. And, and especially in the last three, four years, and this could be a great topic of conversation to dive into, is that marketing has changed uh, significantly. It's really done a 180, maybe a 480, maybe a 720. I mean, it's just changed a lot. Mm-hmm. So I've had to, to retool things and upgrade things. So that's that's been great. Um, yeah, my, my companies do close to eight figures last year. Uh, we're trying to crack that this year. And, nice. um, what's the, and what's the I, biggest, what, what, which of your businesses is the biggest cash cow? Like what's the, doing the best? Last year was the supplement business. Um, the, the guitar business, well, I have a publishing company in the music space. So that, that did very well as well. Uh, but last year in terms of, uh, revenue, that was the supplement business. Nice. So what kind of supplements are you selling? I know a little bit we about s- it, but not, I, I'm, not super. Familiar. We we sell things we just consider fundamental health products, enzymes, probiotics, vitamins, minerals. We sold uh, an organic protein. Nice. Are, you, organic are you partners protein. with Wade on that? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, I thought. Wade. Okay, cool. Yeah, him and I have been partners for like eleven years or twelve years. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, Wade and I were hanging out at Anthony Trister's wedding down in yeah in Cancun a few months ago. So um, that's awesome. So yeah, that's one of the things that I really. It's kind of hard to encapsulate you. Like when I think of you, I think of, yeah, like crazy, mad testing, uh, <laughs> you know, like really, really like hyper growth. I mean, the hyper growth formula is exactly what you talked about. Like how I'm blown away by how you keep everything straight, like just organizationally, like how you manage all those tests, how you manage all of the things that you do and that you've got multiple businesses. 
Uh, I know it's hard enough for me to just manage the few things that I've got and keep my head on straight. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you spend most of your time in what part of your business? It's pretty well evenly split. So, and then <laughs> on top of that, I'm, I'm blog. I started blogging and on top of yeah, that, big blogs I, too, I'll, like I'll, really good, really good writing and blogs. That's thanks, MattGallant.tv. Is that it? Yeah. Matt, yeah. That's it. And I also do what you do where I'll do consulting deals uh, where I get a piece of the pie. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, you know, I split all over the place. I, I like, I'll write in the morning and then I'll, I'll have two days a week where it's meetings. So right now we're using traction, which you just interviewed uh, Gina Wakeman's partner from. Yeah. yeah for rocket so, fuel. Yeah. For rocket fuel. So we do Gino system, uh, nice. which is traction, which has made all the difference in the world. I mean, I cannot, uh, sing the praises loud enough of how impactful that's been in terms of organization, in terms of how the team's excited about it. Uh, yeah, I could literally talk about it for easily a few hours, but that's, that's helped me get more effective. The other thing that I do, which again, you just interviewed the guy about this is I have integrators for each business. And, and here's, here's my opinion. My opinion is one solid visionary can keep probably five to 10 integrators busy. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, and real quick, let me, for the audience's, uh, understanding, cause this may come out after, uh, mm-hmm. or this will come out after Mark Winner's interview, but let me just refresh people. So I just interviewed the co-author of the book Rocket Fuel, which is about the relationship between the visionary usually the founder of a business and the integrator who you could think of it as the operations person, sometimes the CEO, but it's the person who gets shit done and it's the executor and the whole thing. Cause usually a good visionary is not the best integrator and vice versa. And when you put the two together, it's like rocket fuel. And the book really does a great job of explaining the, not just the importance of having one, but how to have one, how to manage that relationship. So if you haven't listened to that episode on the show, go find it. It's probably one of the most previous ones to this. But I just wanted to give that as, as you're talking about integrators so that people kind of go, oh, okay, that's what he's talking about. And that's something I'd figured out about five, six years ago. I was just hitting the wall. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I, I was just doing too much. I was trying to do too much integrator work. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to find guys that are really solid at executing because, first of all, I don't like it. I suck. I'm not good at micromanaging. I'm going to do what I'm best at, which is strategy, marketing, optimization. Like That's that's what I, I that's where I bring home the bacon, right? Nice. So, and where have yeah, you gone about find? Where have you gone about finding your integrators? Because it's not the easiest thing to just find. I mean, there's a lot of like searching, and sometimes it's luck, and then it's really grooming and developing them. But what, what's worked for you? So far, it's really been organic and it's just been finding good people. And yeah, it's just, it's just been more organic. However, and it's a question that I asked you to ask uh, Mr. Rocket Fuel, which I, I, I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm curious what the answer is. But in the last year or two, instead of partnering up with them, I'm just going to hire people. Mm-hmm. And th- like, I, I feel that integrators are hireable. I've got two guys that are just absolute studs and uh, they can handle my output. So where'd you and, find and, them? And they're hires, you know, using, well, one guy found a call to copy and another guy had found way back when 
at Eben Pagan's Guru Mastermind. Nice. And, and we were in one of the groups and he failed with his internet marketing business. He, he failed with his business, but he was just such a great guy. And he's just a natural integrator. So that's how I've picked up that guy. And, you know, we're, we're kind of going down a fun rabbit trail here because it's not really about, you know, the whole rocket fuel thing. But this is great because I love the fact that you said that's integral to your business. So I want to continue down, which is, um, when some, when you're going to hire a person mm-hmm. with the integrator, uh, personality or I'm sorry, skill set, um, do you currently have a system, a process? Do you, do you have them take a personality profile? Do you just mm-hmm. kind of wing it? Like what's your kind of hiring process for that? <laughs> okay. I've got a deep hiring process, but let's get into it because I think people can get some good value from it. And this kind of stuff is, I think, as valuable, if not more than, you know, fun little optimization tricks because this is what real entrepreneurs do. No, I, I agree. And this is what I've been spending more and more of my time on uh, the last few years. And that was a big aha a couple of years ago. I'm like, do I really need to go to another marketing event to learn one little tactic that I don't know? And the answer is no. Right. What I need, what I need to focus on is become a better entrepreneur, a better businessman, a better team builder, a better process builder. That's, that's where the, my next level is. So I've been putting a lot of energy into that. But to go back to your question, first of all, Let's, let's say we, we want to hire a webmaster. So Upwork is a good place to look for people. So let's just use Upwork as a, as, a, as an example, but tap into every pool you've got, including your personal pool on your Facebook page. Like if I'm really looking for somebody, I'll hit every, every avenue I've got. If I'm looking for a copywriter, I'll hit cult of copy. I've hired four guys out of there, um, which is called Ontario's mm-hmm. group. Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah, so I've found four copywriters out of there, so that's been great. Uh, but let's go through the process. So first step is obviously, you know, filter out the obvious bad ones, which means, you know, and, and Upwork's great for this because you can use a scoring system. I want guys with a lot of work, you know, a lot of hours built, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a great way to just get rid of the obviously the the, <laughs> the lower level stuff. Then if I'm looking to hire one position, I'll start with about 50 to 100 candidates. I'll send out round one, which is going to be a real good uh, job description, an exciting job description. Use your copywriting skills and make it sound enticing. From there, I, got, I might get 50 replies, 60 replies. So I got 40 gone. Out of the 60 replies, probably 20 are going to give me replies that are bad. And I'm using every single piece of communication that they give me as indicators of, am I going to even invest time or this or not? So I'm always being judged. Yeah. I'm always filtering, always filtering. So, and if somebody can't communicate, well, they're just, they're out. You know, I don't care what position it is. It's, it's so critical for us as a business. It's just one of our core values. So I'll probably get rid of 20. I'm down to 40. Out of the 40, probably 30 will show up <laughs> to the interview. Mm-hmm. And crazy, out of huh? the 30, yeah, it's crazy. And out of the 30, like there's probably five that don't have a mic, don't have a camera. I mean, I just fire people for all those things. I but not, not fire, but get rid of them on the process. So I'm down to 25. Out of the 25, you know, probably eight or 10 do a good interview. So I'll give all of those guys, let's say eight guys, 
doofus tests. And this is critical, you know, because let's say customer support. I'll give them three problems, like three basically angry customer emails and say, give me your response. So I'll, I'll give them three angry customers and I see what their reply and I judge them based on that. Same thing with like when I hire a copywriter, I'll say, okay, here's a piece of content. Now write an email about that content. So I'll give them like a three minute video clip where somebody's talking about something. I'll say, yeah, write an email about that clip. So right there, <laughs> going through the I doofus test, I mean, only 25% or 20% pass that. No matter what position it is, I can eliminate a massive chunk of it. So I'm down to maybe two guys or three guys, which I always like to hire, let's say three guys for one position. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to basically based on their performance, I'm going to keep one or keep two and one guy might quit. So that's the the step-by-step process. But I think the doofus test is a big one that people need to do. Then... When I, once somebody I feel is, is a good member of the team, there's an incredible system that I think blows away Colby, Disc, Briggs and Myers. I think it's better than all of these and it's something we've been using more and more. And it's called Caliper, calipercorp.com. C-A-L-I. Yeah. Caliper with a P. C-A-L-I-P-E-R. Correct. Ooh, cool. So that's, I, I've kind of heard of that. I don't know much about it and I am a, uh, I'm a big proponent and self-confessed junkie for uh, kind of like these, you know, really good personality profiling. It's it's awesome. I mean, it breaks down uh, way more attributes. And not only that, once they have your, your data, you only need to do the test once, but they can take your basic attributes and then overlay that on top of various positions. For an example, senior leader, salesman, middle management. And they're, they're because different positions require different qualities and different character assets, right? So they can overlay your attributes on top of those positions. They can also take, let's say you have a team of six people that have done the tests. They can overlay everybody's strengths and tell you as a team, as a company, you're, you're really missing this. So it's, it's a little, it's a lot more powerful than anything else I've done. And I've done pretty much all of them. That's very cool. So this, yeah, so Caliper is much more for them. It's for the people you're hiring. It's not necessarily for you. Like, do you take your own test or no? I, I Yeah, we do it all. I mean, I do my test. They do their tests. Obviously, obviously, it helps me understand myself better. And it helps me understand them better. And we pretty the, much share. Is there just we, one test, like all. the pre-employment assessment or something? Or Yeah, it's just one test. And everybody does that one test and it, and it breaks you down into, I think maybe 15 different attributes or 20 attributes. And then again, then it also, you tell them the role you're playing and it's going to take that data and tell you based on, on your attributes, you're really strong here. Like, you know, you're strong at strategy or you're not strong at strategy. You're strong at leading change, things like that. Awesome. How much, what does that cost? Roughly per person, um, it's around three fifty per person, I believe. And okay. then I think if you prepay, it gets it gets cheaper. So yeah, so you only do this when people that you're actually are, are these the ones when you like you said you've narrowed it down. You've got your three top people, and then you do this because you're not just giving this to you know correct. People you're just kind of considering it's like once they're kind of on your team and starting. Correct. Yeah. Once once they've uh, let's say I'm down to two guys. 
And I've had, I've been working with those two guys for, let's say, four weeks. Either I'm going to keep those two guys full time or I'm going to keep the one guy at that point. Then we, we get them to do caliper. Cool. I love that. Yeah. All right. So, um, and yeah, I want to say one thing. If, if your business is, you know, in the seven figures and you're really growing and you want to build a team, hire an HR person because what I just described, that entire process for one hire probably takes somebody 30 hours to do it properly. Mm-hmm. So we, so the only piece that I'm involved at this point will be the final interviews, which we might do two or three interviews. So the, so the final interview or two, I'll be involved there and that's it. You know, so the, the rest of it is outsourced because it's such a big, big time suck. Yeah, you know, one of my close friends who's got a pretty successful business, and that's one of the things that he had said, uh, one of the first hires he makes, obviously, like if, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur, um, hire, you know, you're a really good personal assistant, uh, to where it's not just like a VA, just a little VA, but somebody who's really, really good, understands your business and put them in charge early on of, of HR. Like that's one of their primary things besides the other tasks is to really understand the roles you're looking for and to kind of handle all that and then migrate that out to finding like yeah people who have real experience in this HR area. That's um that's a it's a topic that you know I've been toying with myself like I've never personally built a big team for myself. I've always been smaller, nimble working with contractors, outsourcers, a handful of people that like employees in the past, but never a big one. And I've realized that it's kind of kept me from growing. And although I don't have the desire to grow and manage a huge, you know, a huge team, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's one of those areas that, uh, in order to get to the next level that I want to be at, like, like you're doing what you said is concentrating on talent acquisition, development, team building, management. And it's a totally different mindset, skill set than, hey, marketing strategies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it really is. But I, I think, I think, it, you know, when you start getting close to eight figures, this is the game. I you know, agree. You, like in the early part of building a business, it's like marketing is the key. Yeah. But then it, then it starts shifting into team and culture. And then I think, even later on, which I've, I've never hit, but I believe that the next level, the next big thing, once you start getting maybe around 50 million beyond, then it becomes about culture because the culture is what the team uses to perform and, and to guide itself. So that, that's my understanding of business at the current time. But I'll tell you, once I hit 100 million, I'll come back and we'll talk about it. Nice. <laughs> I love that. So um, let's talk about some of the things that are working now. Some of the, mm-hmm. you know, some of the. Sure. Because, I mean, you're always doing some cool stuff. So, let's share some sizzling hot business advice that's guaranteed to make these people fat. Profits. <laughs> so, let's talk about the changes. Yeah. Let's talk about what used to work and what doesn't work. And that's a perfect segue into what is hot right now. So, first of all, when I started, I got trained by John Carlton, Gary Halbert. I flew to Miami, spent some time in Halbert's apartment, got spray tan on his balcony by some Asian assistant. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, you know, I was trained by those guys and the, the style of copy that I learned and they taught was really what I would describe as aggressive, hype-driven, big, bold promises. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what worked, you know, and I think at one point, uh, Gary Halbert was probably the best guy in the world at that style. Yeah. But in the last five, six, seven years, and especially in the last three, four, everything has changed. 
And everything has changed starting with the Facebook slaps, which mm-hmm. uh, have been happening Claims before that. And- yeah, before that, the Google slaps and starting in 2008, they nuked, you know, 800,000 advertisers that one year and it, it's, it's kept going. And Facebook now has arguably even more strict than Google. So, and, and what's happening is they don't want claims. And a lot of that stuff is happening from pressure from the FTC, which gave Google a billion dollar fine, mm-hmm. probably, probably fine Facebook as well. Uh, Google has, sorry, FTC has gone after the credit card companies to put pressure. So now the merchant accounts are also enforcing this and policing this. So it's not just Google. It's not just Facebook. It's the merchant accounts. It's, I mean, it's just everywhere. So the bottom line is we cannot make the big crazy claims and the strong, killer, edgy, power word driven copy that we used to. It just doesn't fly. Yeah. First of all, you're, you're not, you're going to get banned. You're going to get shut down. And that's the bottom line. So because of that, the copy that is working now is first of all, content has really become the king. I think people used to say content is king. Uh, but, but content is not only king for SEO and things like that. It's also king for conversions because it's clean. It's effective in terms of building influence. And, uh, then later on, if you can get them to opt in, then you can use maybe some stronger copy on your products. So what we tend to lead with now is content first and then persuasion later so before it was like 100 percent persuasion in terms of copy mm-hmm. now it's more like 50 60 70 percent persuasion and, and sorry influence and then finish with the persuasion even with affiliates um i'll give you an exit something that has tripled our results with affiliates and that's we start the affiliate promos with an interview and we've, we've done the test. It literally tri- triples the sales compared to just going to a sales letter out of the gate. So what we do is we fly in whoever the face of the business is. They have a sit down, you know, the classic interview style mm-hmm. and, and they talk. And that's the first thing that the affiliate sends out. And after that, then we'll send them to the sales letters. So what we're seeing again is just building influence is now as critical, if not more critical than the persuasion side. Yeah. And, and now people have the ability because of social media that did was really in its infancy in 2009 when we were talking about this, the ability to, to search out things about you, about the claims. I mean, you can make big claims, uh, these days, but man, it's so much harder because people see through the crap much quicker. They start to talk about you much more. And it, you know, we, people started to hear it all. It's such a skeptical market now. No, your products, every market, this is a good segue, um, is every market now is level four, level five. And that's using a Eugene, Eugene Schwartz, Schwartz yeah. frame, framework. And in fact, this fall, I'm going to create a course called Level 5 Marketing. It's all going to be Level 5 Strategies because all the stuff that we've, again, it's part of what I just described. But even on the product side, we really have to start pushing things into an extraordinary level. You know, when I started, Dan Kennedy used to say, good enough is good enough. And I embraced that. And that was 
a powerful mindset for launching things and mm-hmm. st- staying out of perfectionism. But, you know, like you said, people talk and the, the standard keeps getting raised. And if you're going to release a crappy info product or a crappy piece of software, you're going to get decimated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because people will talk and they love to talk. People love to gossip. And now, I mean, it really used to be people would only talk like if there was comments on your YouTube video, right? But now it's all over social media. So the, you know, the need to, to balance, yeah, avoiding perfectionism and just get it out and improve it. But don't just release a turd and try to, you know, try to just oversell it and not deliver because you'll, you won't be in business for very long or you'll just be constantly putting out new products because, you know, because the, the market just won't tolerate that anymore. I know Perry Belcher, I've heard him say a few times and I, I quote him a lot on this, which is it's never been harder to sell somebody the first time to get the mm-hmm. first dollar out of somebody's pocket, but it's never been mm-hmm. easier to continue to sell them because you know, all the various touch points, but also the fact that there's so little trust in the marketplace and uh, that when they do find, when customers do find somebody they really trust, they latch on because they want to, because it's so noisy out there. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. So, um, okay. So you're, wh- one of the things that's working, like you said, whether it's affiliate or, you know, whenever you're doing paid media uh, and I, I, and I know you do, I mean, you sell physical products, you sell information products, you sell both, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, does it really change on, are you doing, well, first of all, let me ask this, and I may jump around a little bit it just as my squirrel brain kind of catches up to what I want to ask you, but are you, um, are you doing more on, are you spending more on Google or more on Facebook or more somewhere else like native ads and all this other fun stuff? Um, it's, it used to be primarily AdWords. That, that's really, I've always been an AdWords dude, but in the last few years, it's almost 50, 50, uh, Facebook is, is inc- so powerful. Mm-hmm. I think, I think as a marketer, we've never had anything remotely close to the level of power that Facebook has. It's, it's sick. I agree. It's <laughs> so on Facebook, then mm-hmm. you're going, are, are you doing an ad to a piece of content? Or are you doing an ad straight to a sale? Does it depend on what you're doing? Like if it's an e-commerce product or an info? Well, first of all, when you're starting out, if you're starting with a new account, uh, you want to start building up that positive relevancy score. Yep. So it's very smart very intelligent to start sending people to articles and videos that are not selling for the first two or three shots. Because if people start hitting that screw you button on your ads, you're, and you don't have that relevancy score build, that's how a lot of people have lost their account. So even it's not just the count, the, the claims and stuff, people themselves can get you thrown out if they, if they really feel that you're just selling crap. And, and you know how people are, even if, even if you're not selling crap, some people think you're selling crap. Yeah. So you really want to start with content, give, give, give. And for maybe the first three campaigns or the three pieces that you put out at first, great idea to start just driving people to a blog post or to a blog post with a video. And of course you can remarket, which is, which is smart. Mm-hmm. And if, if people don't know this, one of the, the great tricks, to increasing your ROI from remarketing is delay the dropping of the pixel 
by 15, 30, 45 seconds. Like we, we drop it after about 15 and that's really increased our ROI significantly. Some people drop it after 45. It'll drop, it'll increase your ROI even more from your remarketing because you're going to get rid of the people that bounce and said, I don't like this. Yeah. You're not just dropping it sloppy because not everybody is good. If they get off right away, they just maybe clicked on your ad for one reason or another. Maybe they were just snooping. I snoop on people's ads all the time. I was just right. clicking on ads to see what's up. Um, by the way, have you, do you know Wilco Decry? No. Okay. So have you ever heard of upviral.com or Connectio or? No. Connect, okay. So, so I'm going to send you some stuff. Really cool stuff. He just came out with a demo for JVs. He's re- releasing the software in a month, but it's called Retarget Connect, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll send you what it does, but it's got some really, really cool, um, tactics where it's outside of Facebook. There's a dashboard that's really, really good. And he allows you to do everything like um, to drop those pixels in a way that makes it uh, oh, as effective as that, but way easier to manage. And you're not even dealing inside Facebook. I don't know. I'll, I'll send you some information offline. And if anybody else wants to, you know, more information. Right now you can't buy it, but you can go to like connectio.io or upviral.com. Those are two of uh, Wilco's uh, software. He also did an episode with me back in January. Uh, so just as a kind of a shout out to Wilco, but um, fun little upcoming tool that I think you'll like. Sounds great. I would love it. Um, so yeah, so, so going, dropping, going the pic- dropping the pixel, delaying the pixel, sending the content, uh, really kind of seasoning, what did you call it? The, or the getting the positive relevancy score on your, this is yeah, really on your Facebook page and your ad account, right? Like your ads. Yeah. yeah every ad gets, gets an, a relevancy score, which contributes to, to your entire account's relevancy score. And if that gets too low, you're done. You're cooked. Facebook basically push, pushes the big black X button and you're out of there. Yep. So the, the, the reason you want to, again, drive people to content. And if you look at a lot of, Smart marketers, that's what they do. They'll start by just, I mean, there's nothing being sold. Obviously, on that landing page, you know, at the end of the article, yeah, sure, have a link that goes to your bribe or to your sales letter, or whatever. That's fine. But still, the, the main piece of content should rock. Yep. So you do that three times. And then after that, we we tend to go to opt-in pages. Um, so I can talk about a couple of things here. Here's some tactical stuff that we found works. Obviously, test, 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 because, you know, <laughs> what worked for me might not work for you. It's all about execution. Mm-hmm. So here's some stuff that on one funnel, literally, I increased the the conversion, the visitor value 6x from what it was before. Whoa, how? Yeah. So when I came in, it was just opt-in right to the sales letter. So somebody would opt in and then you would just drive them to the what sales letter. What were you selling? It was a fitness product. Okay. Like an info product or physical? Info. Cool. Yeah. So the first, the first big thing we did was we added a piece of text. And this, this piece of text really increased conversion significantly. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but the text basically said the blah, blah, blah bribe is on its way to your inbox check in a few minutes while you're waiting why don't you read about you know this amazing product that i have mm-hmm. that that can help you do x y and z so 
this leads me to, I'm going to go on a little tangent, another foundational principle of marketing that I feel is as foundational as persuasion and influence called harmonization. Harmonization, and, domination, baby. I remember that. That was page one of the hypergrowth formula. Yeah. So I've really perfected that and we can, we can go into that tangent, but because it's, it's so foundational, it's critical. And here's, here's the harmonization here. If people opt in, right? And you're, you're expecting the Costanzo bacon bribe, but the, but you send them to a sales letter and there's no mention of that bacon bribe. They're going to be like, what's, this is a lie. What, oh my God. I hate that. Do? Yeah. When you opt in and it's like, boom, Hey, buy my stuff. It's like, wait a minute. Like, leave right. me in. Yeah, exactly. Where, there, there, where's it's dissonance, right? The opposite of harmonization is dissonance. It's noise. It's a disconnect. It's like this guy's a liar. Yeah. So, so that helped. Then we we took that to another level by adding a video that basically said the same thing. That beat that that beat just having the text on top. Okay. So basically, it's a video. It's a welcome video. Hey, thank you for opting in. Uh, the bacon bribe is on its way to your inbox. I, please let me know if you love it. I think you're going to love it. Also, please whitelist this email. We, we did that. That improved conversions a little bit. We show them based on if they're on Gmail, we, we show a little video of how to do that. That's in the video. So those are little tweaks that you can do. And then that's on top of an article. So below the video is an article, usually like the three things that you know, the three, the three keys to X, Y, and Z, or the three things to avoid. Those are good formats. So then you're going to have the article. And at, at the end of the article, then that goes to the sales letter. So adding all this stuff before the sales letter, 6X, the amount of money we were making, which was probably the most shocking test of that year, which was a couple of years ago. But we found, we found similar things on, on other things. At the very least, we found that adding that video before they go to the sales letter and again, thanking them, acknowledging the bribe, telling them it's on its way, telling them to whitelist uh, improves conversions. So that's a great thing that uh, everybody can, can test. That's great. Well, yeah, and it doesn't go for the sale. You know, it's almost like dating. You know, if you, mm -hmm. if you see an attractive woman and you ask her out on a date, and then the first date, like you, the minute you pick her up, you're like, Hey, you ready to have sex? It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of like what you pull up to her door. Like, Hey, she's like, I thought we were going on a date. I thought we were going to get to know each other. I thought we were going to wine and dine. So then you take her on a date, take her on another date. You get to know each other before you, you know, ask for the fun stuff, but it's very similar. And I don't, and I think a lot of people end up rushing it, um, because they're in a hurry to get to the sale and a hurry to monetize. And, um, like you're, you're right. The, the market is very skeptical these days and they see through this crap, especially, I mean, if you're brand spanking new, especially, uh, you've never purchased an information product before, maybe it works, but, uh, taking these extra steps goes a long, long way. I love that, you know, the strategy there. Um, what, uh, is there any, are there any strategies out there that you've done recently that it would almost pain you to reveal here on the air? <laughs> that's a great question it's a great great frame like, of is a it question one that you would almost be like son of a bitch i can't believe that brad pulled this out of me all right i'll, I'll give you one and this and it, and it, and it does pay me to re, to reveal this this is why i get paid the big bucks guys for you 
So here's one thing. I mean, it's, it has worked on just about every, I think is batting like 95% as a split test. So anything that bats that high, which means we've tested it on like 20 sites. And it it's bats about what? 95%. Nice. So in other words, it's going to win about 95% of the time, obviously based on the quality of your execution. Okay. So what you do is go on a green screen. And you're gonna, it's gonna be a white screen, whether a green screen, white screen. If it's a green screen, chroma key it white. Mm -hmm. Tell your video editor that. Don't know what it means. And you're gonna film on the older page instead of having, you know, yes, I want Brad's ultimate bacon secrets, you know, and you got all that copy written out. Instead of doing that, you're gonna have a video. You're gonna have a video. And what we found is that <laughs> if we and I'm gonna again I'm this is painful to reveal, but <laughs> here we go. So <laughs> what we've done, we've been able to increase our our customer value, lead value, visitor value, whatever you want to call it, 40-50%, which has been incredibly massive. So what we do is we've created the craziest guarantee in the industry. And that's not that's not BS, like it's the craziest guarantee in the industry. Mm -hmm. and, I'll, and I'll go through the script in a second. And basically, the video, again, is me or, or Claude or whoever the, the talent is breaking down the guarantee on the order page. So people hit it, and it's a very short video. It's about 60 seconds to 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's really, and it looks blended into the page uh, because, again, we're going to go white on white. And we found that that makes a big difference for some reason. If it's any other color, if it's too big, it seems to drop conversion. So... It's, it's not very big, maybe 400 by 300 or even 300 by 250, whatever the size is. And the script goes something like this. Uh, and I'm going to focus on the guarantee part of the script. So I'm going to offer you what is by far the craziest guarantee in the industry. If you buy Brad's Ultimate Bacon Secrets, you're going to get 15 DVDs jam-packed with the ultimate bacon tactics, strategies, and tricks. And if there's any part of these DVDs that you don't like, just ship the DVD that you didn't like, keep the ones you love, and you'll still get a full refund. But wait, it gets even crazier. It, I'm going to ship, I'm going to pay for the shipping both ways. And I'm going to give you 365 days to make up your mind. That's right. You get a full 365 days to get a 100% refund if even if you didn't like one DVD and you keep the rest. So basically that's the gist of the of the guarantee. Nice. So you're paying shipping, right? Both free, ways. So free shipping there and if you want to send it back, I'll pay for your shipping and a year-long guarantee. Now that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and, and and literally if you got like a product with 10 components and they they only Break ship one component back. Right. You give them 100%. Right. And what you find, obviously, is that so few people ever ship something back. Correct. Correct. I mean, our refund rate is a very respectable 4.5%. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and there's another thing, too. Like, this was an evolution to get to this point. I mean, we're, we're probably talking over 100 tests to get to that. But even in the early parts, even if you don't have a crazy guarantee, just taking your order page guarantee and doing a text overlay video, you know, just basically you got a video and you're, you're talking through 
the copy that's on your order page, that was about a 20, 15, 20% bump compared to just having text. And especially, cool. and especially if they've seen you on video, like if you, if you got a VSL that's going to an order page, it's, it's again, that's, that's a good example of harmonization. The, the same tone, the same song is being continued. Because they're used to seeing and hearing you on video, and then they go and see you and hear you on video again. So that's a good example, another good little example of harmonization. That's really cool. I love that. I know that's awesome, and it's you know it pains you to reveal it, but I guarantee so many people won't even take that extra step to do it. It's <laughs> yeah. true. It's like the people who take yeah. these extra steps are the ones who get the hyper growth, and the harmonization is so important. And I know that probably has. You know, I've heard a, a lot of people refer to it as congruency, like between your ad and your mm -hmm. landing page and your order form and everything that it should, should be, have a congruent feel to it. You don't want to have completely different styling everywhere you go because then people just get confused. And is, yeah, well, well, let's go deeper into it. So, so congruency is, is one of the keys to harmonization, relevancy and, and authenticity. So those are three of the, the foundational pieces. What you just described is one great example, but, but let's keep going because relevancy, which means that the product is relevant to the group of people that you're targeting or segmenting is another big piece that most people miss. I think right now, if you're not segmenting, you're screwed. You have, we all have to segment. Mm -hmm. And, and then based on that segmentation, then we have to give people the relevant content, the relevant emails, the relevant offers, the relevant products. And that's, those are all examples of harmonization. You're, you're playing the right song for the right crowd. You know, if, if I'm at a heavy metal show and, it, and the best electronic DJ shows up, he's going to, he's going to get mauled, you know? Yeah. And, vi and vice versa, right? If Metallica shows up at Burning Man, they're going to get laughed right out of the desert. So you have to be playing the right song for the right crowd. And that's, that's foundational to harmonization. Now, what you talked about is another big piece, which is you have to have the right ad copy that's harmonized. That's, that's, congruent to the landing page. A lot of people miss that. I mean, dude, if, if we went out there right now and analyzed a thousand ads, I'm willing to bet that 800 or 900 of them aren't even doing that. Mm -hmm. the, the ad is saying something that's not even on the landing page, you know, and, and sometimes it's, it's kind of there and it's not, you know, it's not a hundred percent. So matching that up, is most often the pay raise, like literally saying what the headline is on your landing page in your ad will quite often boost response. Well, you're then saying, again, yeah, so say the headline in the ad and then have the same headline on the landing page, right? Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a very simple tactic that you can increase the harmonization, but then it continues, right? And, and what we just talked about a few minutes ago is a perfect example. They want that bacon bribe. They enter their name and their email. They go on the, on the next page and there's no bacon bribe, right? It's like, dude, screw you, right? And, um, <laughs> you know, a, a few years ago, maybe two, three years ago, there's a lot of fitness offers, like the one unusual secret. Oh, remember yeah. that? That was crushing it. And you would watch the video and there was no unusual secret. I know. Like, 
like bait and talk about bait know, and switch huge yeah so so you want to avoid all that i mean listen unusual secrets are awesome make sure they're unusual and make sure it's a secret you know and make sure that most people are are generally surprised so after they they hit that thank you page where again you want to have that thank you video acknowledge the bribe then you're going to drive them to a sales letter which should also be harmonized with with the train of thought that you're going on. So for example, if I'm selling an AdWords product, I better have an AdWords bribe, right? You know, having a bribe about Facebook pay-per-click probably is not going to work to sell that AdWords product. So you got to harmonize the product, the sales letter, the thank you page of the, of the opt-in page, the thank you page, sorry, the opt-in page and the ad, all five of those things need to be playing the same tune. And and if we, again, if we analyze the thousand funnels, most of them don't do that. Right, right. That's, um, I've noticed that. And I've also noticed that it's not as easy to do. Sometimes it's, you know, you kind of want to slap some stuff together and just kind of get it out there, but really taking the time to go back through and, um, you know, not just looking at the copy and looking at that, but, look, you know, going for the f- the feel of the of the customer's journey. Right. So how mm-hmm. does it feel to them? Does it feel off kilter? Does it feel, um, disjointed? And, um, you know, I've mentioned, I, I was talking with, I was doing a consulting call earlier. And one of the things we were talking about is just some basic conversion strategies on her website, just basically. But I was like, you know, I'm not talking about colors and this, that, and the other. I said, look, if somebody comes to your website, they want to know, they're asking themselves three questions. And I got this, I think, from Mech Labs. So I didn't, I can't take, uh, total, uh, credit for it, but it's where am I? What can I do here? Why should I do it? And just understanding that, understanding that, uh, that journey that's going on in the customer's head. Um, and if you're doing it congruently where, you know, all of the styling and all of the messaging is, like you said, in harmony, it just makes things so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. So, so what about, um, what are some other, like, what are some cool tools or resources that you're using these days? I mean, I have a feeling that, I mean, you, I know you've got, is it, are you still, you guys still have the software, the, what was it called? Yeah. The, gold, gold lantern. Gold so lantern. by the way, uh, it's, it's, it's becoming a real powerhouse, nice. um, visually and other things. So yeah, so let's talk about metrics. I, I think it's an area that most marketers and business and entrepreneurs are incredibly weak. It's a good segue into we all hate, but we need it. Yeah, it's it's the most important thing, but it's it's right. hard. Well, it, it's hard to get right, and it's no fun to look at, especially if your metrics aren't where they want them to be. <laughs> well, let's talk about simplifying it, and, and I'm going to simplify it into what I think is the most simple, powerful, all encompassing number. Because it, you know, a lot of people look at, well, what's my average customer value and wh- how many months do they stay on and all this stuff, which is complicates the bottom line. The number that you should be obsessed with and tracking is visitor value because visitor value encompasses all of it. Mm. You know, and, and it's really simple. If, if you made a million dollars in sales last year and you had 500,000 unique visitors come to your website, you made $2 per visitor. I mean, it's, it's that simple. And now the next level is to track visitor value for every traffic source. 
So what yeah. is a visitor worth from YouTube? What's a visitor worth from Facebook? What's a visitor worth from Google, you know, the, on the organic side? So all of these, these traffic sources are going to have radically different visitor values. Now, why is that important? Because, and I'm going to give you some examples. So in one of my companies, and this is actually common, by the way, the traffic that we get from YouTube is a, on a visitor value worth more than double everything else. Hmm. It's, it's worth double Facebook, double AdWords, double, you name it, it's double that. Okay. So based on that, we're doubling down, tripling down on YouTube. Like we're going crazy, you yeah. know, and, and because it's, it's the most profitable traffic source that we can do. So we're pumping out three videos a day for that channel. Plus, we're gonna we're looking to hire more people. Like, y- you can make smart decisions if you have this information. Which which which, which channel is that? If you want, uh, if you don't want to share, that's fine. But I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll tell you after we hang up. But cool. so so, but the point is that it's incredibly valuable. Saw so the same thing. I did uh, Elliot Hulse's marketing from Strength Camp. Yeah, for last for a couple of years, and the visitor value from YouTube. Is, was the highest, you know, higher than anything else. So yeah, YouTube traffic rocks and uh, you can make decisions. Now, if you want to play the pay-per-click game, whether it's Facebook or AdWords, you cannot play that game. I mean, don't even think about playing that game unless you can track to a very precise level the visitor value. You got no chance. You got no hope. And, you know, that's why we built the tool we built called Gold Lantern. And Gold Lantern tracks the visitor value over time. So not only do we know what the visitor value is, we know what it is at every time slice from 24 hours, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 6 months, 12 months, 24 months. And we see that grow. So it allows us, for an example, to have the mindset of if I break even in 30 days, we're happy because we know that after 90 days, we're doubling our money. And most advertisers won't do that. They'll, they'll launch the campaign. They're not making money right away. They're like, shut that shit down. We're like, hey, man, we, we let's aff- that's fine. If we're close to breaking even, again, after 30 days, we know we're going to make two, three times your money over time. Right. So, Gold Lan- like if people want to check out Gold Lantern, where do they go? Yeah. Um, just, just go to mattgallant.tv and uh, send me a note and uh, we'll talk. Okay, cool. So is that not something that's just out there, like for everybody to just kind of stumble across and sign up, like, or? Yes, yeah, it, it's still in beta. We've been adding. Uh, by the way, it's not just a tracker; it's it's a full on pay per click manager. We have Facebook now, AdWords, and uh, yeah, it's 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 really become a powerhouse. So yeah, I'll have to give you another demo one of these days. But um, yeah, bottom line is it's in beta. We do have some paying customers, mm-hmm. and we're not we're not fully advertising it yet because. You know, I realized last year that a minimum viable product's not enough. We need a minimum lovable product. You know, and the difference is you can have a really bland cookie, and that's a minimum viable product. Mm-hmm. But what, what we need is a cookie with the cookie monster face pasted on top of it, you know? Right, exactly. Okay, cool. What about um, any other tools out there that you've been kind of like, or, or resources? Whether they're sure. whether they're services providers, I mean, this is just kind of the fun stuff that people can check out. Sure, um, 
the, the probably the marketing thing I've been the most excited about, and it's not it's not a tool per se, it's a methodology, and that's Ryan Levesque's Ask Survey mm-hmm. methodology. Yeah, been working um, well for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's powerful, man, and and we're just starting to implement it. It already is paying off, so I got to give kudos to him. We were segmenting. I mean, you were at the at yeah. the hyper growth event, and we're talking about segmentation back then. But his survey methodology, including the open-ended questions and the calls, it's just giving us insights that we didn't have. We, we were guessing, and uh, it's, I, I, I can't say for sure yet, but I think it's going to increase our visitor value by 30 40 50%. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, Ryan was on the show a long time ago, and I've been running um, – I was running segmented – segmented survey funnels like for years i think i started my first one back in 2010 or something but uh, ryan's got a really cool way that he added a lot of um a lot of different insight into that and like a kind of almost more of a scientific methodology to mm-hmm. it uh and you guys can like if you're listening to the show you don't know who ryan is um i can put a link in the show notes or you can just look for ryan Lebeck and survey funnel in you know one of the past episodes that i've done um is there anything you're really, are there any, whether it's trends, whether it's anything you're really excited about right now that maybe a lot of people aren't talking about, but you kind of see kind of where the, Hey, you're Canadian. You see where the puck is going. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some things to pay attention. Trends, um, cryptocurrencies, blockchains. Yep. Uh, you know, people, most people have heard of it. Most people are ignoring it. Um, I'm not, and I'm not telling people, you know, drop some coin and invest in that, but, you know, pay, pay attention because it's going to change how we operate. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. That's like the whole Bitcoin and derivatives of that. So, uh, are you taking, are you doing like taking Bitcoin payment or doing any of that yet? Sorry. So I was asking, are you taking any uh, Bitcoin payment or any kind of cryptocurrency payment on any of your sites at the moment? I know some sites do that. Um, no, we've been wanting to do that. I mean, I, I have invested. I trade it. Uh, if you're a trader, it's great for that. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I mean, obviously, AI is going to change the world. Um, yeah, I mean, those those are trends that uh, everybody should pay attention to is... is but I'm, I am ex- excited about cryptocurrencies. I think it's going to uh, it's going to be the next major shift. I think it could be as significant as the internet in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with you on that completely. Should do a should do a to- total episode on that. Um, what about some nuts you're trying to crack in your business? What is uh, what's you know, what is something that maybe myself, the, my listeners can help you uh, out with, whether it's finding, you know, whether it's a skill set, people, uh, partners, you know, as I said, what's a nut you're trying to crack? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're cracking, again, the Ask Survey nut. Um, it's taken up a lot of a lot of resources because we're implementing it in various businesses. So that that's a big one. Um, I'm always looking for integrators. So if anybody's listening to this and they feel they're a world-class integrator and uh, again, I I have, I literally have more deal flow that I can, I can do. 
So I'm always looking for solid people yeah. that contact have contact Brad Costanzo first if you're an integrator, <laughs> and then I'll give him all my reasons. Because <laughs> we're all one of them. It's funny. That's that's one of the things that Mark Winters on the Rocket Fuel show was talking about is how, you know, the and you're probably familiar, but integrators are the rare bird. They're the diamond. They're the they're the gems that nobody they're not enough of them. It's like five percent of the population. There's like four to one visionaries to every integrator, and their entire vision for their company is to create um a bigger pool of well-trained and self-aware integrators for entrepreneurs and eventually creating like a match, a mashup, uh, not, uh, I mean like a matching service to where people can really, um, you know, under, when they understand the methodology, like, can you imagine coming across somebody who not only knows they're an integrator, but may have been trained or certified by Mark and Gino on kind of how to come in and operate as an integrator using their frameworks, using all of this other stuff. And it's like, oh, dude, I got this. I get it. You don't have to train them in it. That's kind of their big goal. And I think that's like really, really awesome. So that, that's, that, that would be a, a dream come true yeah. in a lot of ways. He says he's having, um, um, he's doing these integrator mastery forums, like a seminar. And I don't know what it costs. It may cost like five grand or something like this. Uh, I don't even know if they're going on yet. And, um, but it sounds really interesting, but it's not for visionaries, right? It's for integrators. And I was telling him, I was like, you know what you should do? Sell, like maybe it's $5,000, whatever. Sell this to the, your integrators and get them in a room. But for $10,000, sell like, uh, let all the visionaries come in, like <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> let them circle like sharks waiting for all these integrators to leave. Like just gobble them all up because it'd be a huge demand for people who just know how to implement. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. So, okay, so survey funnels, looking for integrators, people who can execute, people who understand, uh, you know, some of what you're doing and want to kind of come into your world and grow with you. Anything else that, uh, you know, I can help you no. with? Anybody else? No, nothing burning. How can um, people give you money? <laughs> How can people give you money? Uh, you know, can they pay one? you to speak? I mean, you got the Matt Gallant uh, Gallant. Dot TV, and you've got your story. You've got uh, some cool resources out of three extra productivity, li live a limitless life. Um, are you doing this more as a personal outlet, or are do you do any consulting? Do you do anything like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I do consulting. Um, I'm available for either today or even pay for pay for performance deals, which I love doing. Mm -hmm. uh, those are my favorite deals to do. Same. So, so those are options, and then. Uh, by the way, on my site, I have a book called Triple Your Productivity, The 20-Hour Workweek, which has been getting incredible praise and love from a lot of heavy cats. So if you haven't read it... Yeah, uh, I read it. It's great. Go to Macalant TV and check it out. Um, so yeah, so those are ways that uh, people can work with me. And uh, Macalant TV, though, is just it's just really a soul-driven thing, mm -hmm. a heart-driven thing. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving just putting cool stuff out there. Yeah. Wherever it goes, it goes. Um, I am building leads and I am going to release level five marketing in the fall. So that will be, I'll monetize those leads at that point, but it's not like, uh, it's a, it's a business per se. Yeah. That's great. The, um, you know, it's kind of funny. So you're familiar with stiletto coffee that I've talked about for me. Yeah. Cool. So that was born because of the whole concept of level five. So for people who don't really know, I, I think I've done a show on this or touched on it, but not totally. But I'll just diverge here a second. For for new listeners of this show, um, 
myself, my, and my wife have a company called StilettoCoffee.com, and it's uh, really the only coffee in the world that's really, you know, it's, I say it's for women, marketed for women, branded with a, a very female presence, and a portion of the proceeds gives back to women's programs, and, uh, you know, there's, you know, pays it forward, gives back, whatever you want to say. Um, but the entire branding, as people know, is, is very female centric. And it's because I was aware of the five levels of market sophistication from Eugene Schwartz about how that fifth level, it's, you know, it's no longer making a claim about your product or no longer just talking about the mechanism which makes your product work, but it's, it's prospect or customer driven marketing. It's, uh, creating an emotional bond, creating, um, you know, kind of changing the conversation where it's not about our product anymore. It's much more about the consumer of the product. And I know there's that the fifth level, I would love to hear some more of your insights on that, um, is really all about that. But that's one of the reasons where I thought, okay, this is something we may be able to do because we identified a potential fifth level to sell a commodity with and nobody else is doing it. Everybody else is just focusing on focusing on their coffee beans and selling that. So we thought we can zig when everybody else is zagging. And um, that's kind of what's allowed us to g- gather some traction in the marketplace. But it's a, I mean, I'm very, very, that's a dear to my heart concept. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think um, Dave Asprey with Bulletproof mm-hmm. did that too to a certain degree in terms of, you know, tailored it to high performance executives, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, Chimera Coffee. They've got nootropics in there. So, yep. you know, you know, bottom line is that's what people need to do these days. And, and like you said, yeah, it's about creating that, that connection, whether it's emotional, primal, spiritual, there's different types of connections. Um, whether it's creating one of those connections with the target audience that you're reaching out for. That's what level five becomes about. So that's the foundation of the course I'm putting out. I'm going to reveal seven different uh, methodologies, strategies to do that. Some, some which most people aren't even aware of. And, uh, it's, it's, it's what is what you need to do now. Because like we talked about earlier, just going straight for the kill with quote unquote killer copy, uh, is not really that viable now. Yeah, exactly. Well, man, this has been awesome. I encourage every single person out there to, um, to go check out what you're doing over at mattgallant.tv. And, uh, like you said, if you're, if you're doing some heavy media buys and, and spending, um, go over there and contact him. You have your contact information on there. I actually don't see a contact yeah. page. Uh, people can just, uh, just hit reply on any of the posts. Oh, and, cool. Uh, and I get, I get a message for nice. all these. Yeah. And ask about I'm, gold. I'm, I'm, I'm still managing all those. Nice. Ask about Gold Lantern. And, um, I really look forward to seeing some of the other stuff that you've got coming out and looking forward to hooking up with you next time you're stateside. And, um, I mean, if you ever want to, you know, get out of that heat and humidity in Panama, come hang out in San Diego. I've got a spare bedroom for you. Awesome. And, and, and I do have a bacon related suggestion for everybody. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and it's, I don't know where you can get this, but I, there's a restaurant in Panama that serves this. And the name of the cut is called Lechon. Lechon. Oh, I've heard it. Okay. Go ahead. Lechon. Yeah. It's basically they, they crisp up the skin 
and then you got this beautiful layer of fat and then the meat. I mean, it's one of the best oh, pieces man. of pork you'll ever have. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's awesome. so. Yeah, I got to see if I can find somebody who's serving that out here. That's so cool. And I look forward to visiting you down in Panama someday. It's been on my uh, bucket list of places to go. So yeah, yeah. Larry, once, it, once it cools down a little bit. <laughs> Larry Doxano came. I think they had a good time. Yeah, so absolutely. Well. I remember that. Cool, man. Well, thanks for being uh, on the show. As always, this has been fun. It's been kind of cool. And I love the fact that I've kept my little notebook handy and I still go back to it every once in a while looking for fun ideas and things to implement. Um, for all my listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this one. Once more, go to mattgallant.tv. And one of the best things you can do for me as a listener is to share the show on uh, Facebook, for instance, or Twitter and let people know that you actually like it. Like share the episode with Matt and say, hey, I learned a lot here. Uh, don't get paid directly from the folks who uh, listen to this stuff. I could very easily put all of this episodes behind a paywall and make people pay $20 a month for this information. I mean, I guarantee that some of the stuff that Matt shared today is worth way more than uh, $20. I mean, it could be worth thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in the right hands. So uh, do Matt and I both a favor and just, you know, give us, give us a nice little share. Um, I've mentioned this in the past to where uh, on some other shows, some, I've been asking for book recommendations for people, like what some of their favorite business or other, you know, it could be inspirational, motivational books, but um, send those to me. Send me an email at askbrad at bacon wrap business. Just drop me a line. Tell me to, you know, what you're reading or what you'd recommend I read. And if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, professional, and you're looking to kind of unstick where you're stuck and maybe you want a second opinion on your marketing strategies that you're doing right now. Maybe you think you've got it all going well, but maybe there's something else that uh, you'd like another perspective on. I'm happy to give you a second opinion. And you can also email me at askbrad at bacon wrap business and tell me that you're looking for that. If you are looking for some proven ways to just, you know, increase your leads, especially if you're selling consulting. I mean, this is what I do. And uh, I'm happy to help share my system with you on, you know, kind of what's worked to develop leads and create a consulting program that doesn't own you, but that you can con control. Uh, reach out to me. You know how to do it. And if you're still listening, uh, go over and leave a review at, uh, on iTunes at baconwrapbusiness.com slash iTunes. Uh, until next time, Matt, appreciate your time and uh, look forward to hooking up with you again sometime soon. Thank you so much for having me. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Bless. Have a great day, guys. Rock and roll.